And now, WTMJ presents The Tripod, a sports and pop culture podcast with Justin Garcia, Scott Warris, and producer Ashton. Is Sister Jean the best or the worst? Dynasties that never were, and just how powerful was Wayne Heisen? All of that and more. There's no way the Pistons are going to catch it. I know. You bet me $300 yesterday that that wasn't going to happen. I did. I'd he said $300 <laughs> that the Bucks would finish at least three games over. Uh, or ahead of the ahead of the, the Pistons. The genesis of that is somebody bet me on Twitter. This was like a month ago. That um, and this I forget what loss it was, but as Bucks Twitter often does, everything is escalated to ten, and everything's the worst. Somebody bet me, oh, the Bucks, oh, they could miss the playoffs, and it morphed into, I bet you fifty dollars they won't finish ahead of seventh. They had a relatively favorable schedule. I thought, you know what, they're they're gonna finish ahead of the Heat. I don't understand how the Pacers still have this going. I will take that bet. Mm-hmm. That same person reached out to me Wednesday night as the Clippers were were putting the finishing touches on a victory, and I promptly paid him $50 through PayPal. I do not understand what you spend your money on. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know what, I got to get that money back. I'll bet you $300 they make the playoffs. I, I didn't take it. As I told Justin yesterday, um, if he goes a little bit lower, I'll be more tempted. And then he responded with two hundred eighty-five. Yeah, that is kind uh, of the for entertainment purposes only. That is kind of the no, no. It's for profitable oh, purposes, no, right, not no. for entertainment. Yeah, that is for profit. Isn't that kind of the purpose of Twitter in the first place? To make a fool of yourself? Well, that too. No, but I mean, I mean, Twitter is out there. You're not so even that, on Twitter. Twitter is out there to pick fights. No, Twitter is out there to freak out. To always say this is the worst. What I'm watching, what I'm experiencing, what I'm seeing right now. In life or in my sports world, this is the worst that I've ever felt about anything that I'm watching right now. That, that is the engine of Twitter. That's what you experience with this person who you're now no, no longer friends to. with. Hey, we're good friends now. Now you're good friends. I like to think it is $50 to buy a follower. And you know what? It's not probably the best business practice. I'd like to get it more down to like $50 to buy a hundred followers, I think like a hundred bucks you can get. Like but you tell a friend, well, followers. I mean, you can is that get social media prostitution. You're paying somebody. Profession. Who was the uh, who, <laughs> successful who was, one? Who, successful. Who was the reporter that just got busted for that? Somebody got fired. Oh, uh, no, uh, uh, <laughs> somebody got fired for buying followers. Richard Roper, the one that's yeah, oh, well, not, the Roper, one that's not dead. Roper got nailed. Yeah. Mr. Roper, yeah. 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 No he kidding. got he got busted, he got but, but another guy, a, a lower scale, mm, I like, did not hear local that. TV guy, got fired for buying Twitter followers. A local Milwaukee I mean, TV. No, person? no, no. I this who I think cares? this is like in New York. Why is that a big deal? To buy followers? Yeah, who cares? Maybe there's a financial incentive in one's contract if they have more. I, then I I would be curious why I mean, that if would. If there exist. is a financial incentive, I'm buying. That's followers. what I'm saying. Yeah. What's why would that matter? Who cares? And if, if that's in your contract, why is that in your contract? Why did the person writing up the contract say this would be a fun thing to incentivize them is to have more followers? I forget where where I heard this. It might have been um, it might have been through Bill Simmons, but I, I was listening to a podcast recently and somebody was talking about Twitter and the same complaints that Scott had with it. And how do you change it? And what if the model would be instead of saying 
we have to figure out a way to incentivize this and you have to pay to to put out tweets or you get, let's say, 50 tweets a month and after that you have to pay to buy more tweets. What if they changed it and said you have to pay a dollar for every person you follow? Pay to follow people. What would that, I mean, that would take away some of the picking fights. That becomes Patreon at that point, though, right? If you're if you're paying for a specific service, but if you're that's social media do- related, well, you're not like buying that specific follow. But it's you follow 283 people, give us 283 bucks. Just, just to Twitter, to follow people, a dollar per follower. Because if you have to pay to follow people, you're not seeing their tweets. What? You're not then picking fights with them over said tweets. Who gets the money? Twitter. Twitter. What's his name? Why Biz? should Twitter get all the money? Shouldn't the person who you're following get some of that? Because if they're that worthy of being followed, right, if, if, if they're the churning out some you know information and just fascinating, he, he or she's a fascinating follow, shouldn't they get a, a portion of the money? Why should that all go to Twitter? How, how so, much money would you pay to follow Scott on Twitter? A dollar. So I can Scott get, does not have Twitter. How much would it take? How much money Scott would it okay, take? Okay, so for us what to would you, but what would you be Twitter? more more in favor of if they said? I like Twitter the way it is. You have to pay a dollar annually for each follower you have, or each each person you follow. There's that option. There's the we'll give you, let's say a hundred. You get a hundred tweets a month. So basically, you can do it three times a day. So you pay what, like ten bucks. After that, or after that, you got to pay and buy it more in installments. Or if it was just, if you want to be on Twitter, there is an annual user fee of $50. I would pay it. I would pay that fee. I, I would pay it. But my, my other question is, who stands to gain from this? Twitter. Right. And then yes, who comes along? billion-dollar industry. Right. So my but question Twitter is, needs- who Pretty then comes fun. along and creates another social media site that's free? Well, that they're again, all out there. That's what I'm saying. It's just it'll be cyclical at that point. Eh. Just pay me the money, and I'll tell you what I did that day. I will text you photos of my dinner if I have a really great do not meatball. Tempt me. That's Instagram. Instagram first of I'll all, I'll send it to you. I that's will it. send you five dollars a month if you do that for me. All right, I will just take. I will. How many? How many pictures would you like? Per well, how day, how per many week? meals do you eat a day? I don't know. If I have a really great Caesar salad. And I take up because that's what people do. That is one of the dumbest. That's Instagram. Have you ever? Have you? No, it's not. It is very much. I mean, look, uh, it's more Instagram it's more, than okay, anything. Right, You're not on right, that either. Right. No, I'm fine. not on any of that crap. And I, I don't need to. <laughs> I wish you were. But so I, badly. I don't need to. I don't care what you had for dinner. I, I don't. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. The only thing that would get me close to uh, to uh, joining Twitter is for the actual news content, because we're now to a point. What are we? Ten years into Twitter? Nine, eight years into Twitter? I guess, you know, in the mainstream, the fact that you can get news, sports or other related, but news because of that in a fast, rapid way, that would be the, that is the only thing that every once in a while gives me pause to think, maybe I should do it. The biggest thing I use it for is basically along those lines of, I get to see articles that I otherwise wouldn't through people self-promoting themselves. Um. And then basically for music and things where artists will put out new music or they'll release, here's when this album comes out, here's when this tour comes out. Other than me having to do the, do the legwork of going and seeing, oh, the Warriors are slumping. I wonder if somebody in San Jose wrote something about what's wrong with their offense. Just boom, somebody there. tweeted it. I'm not going to lie. I like the idea of being on social media like during a big game and everyone. No, 
That is the worst I know you time. Too. I know you don't like that, that and I know Justin's time. not the greatest. I like it. Why? Because it's value. Fun. Is it's it just fun cathartic? For it no, it's therapeutic. It, it, it's to me the same thing as if I was in a, the room with these same people. But sometimes you can't be in the room with all these people. I think it's fun. Not I'm therapeutic. The it's just fun. It's like hanging out with people you like. It's, well, it's like a podcast. You're not always with these people. Thank God. Maybe, maybe I just um, I'm the guy who likes watching games by myself if I can. Because lo and behold, if I'm in a room of people or at a bar at a restaurant, I'm stuck next to the morons who want Rogers traded at the end of the first quarter, or just I, I or, agree or, with that, or are drunk and just stupid. I, I get entertainment out of that sometimes. Though. Or the guys no. that keep saying sign Tremont Williams. Ooh, geniuses. How old is geniuses. he? Geniuses. Proven right. Do you know where Tremont Williams – Oh, I, He's 35. I just looked it up. 35 I, or I 33? Guessed, yeah, well, I would have guessed well, older. I would have guessed the, the number matches the age. Do you know where he played last year? 35. Uh, Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Didn't he have a great year too? Uh, he had – Two interceptions and 41 tackles, no sacks. But, I mean, Terrible. I'm assuming Scott hates this, but if you go through pro football focus, I think they had him rated ninth. as one of the best slot corners. He was ninth overall as a cornerback last year through yeah. uh, pro football focus. Look, beggars can't be choosers at this point in the Packers secondary, I, right? Are you, are I don't you, think it harms them. Are you as upset as I am that the Sunday night games, I don't know how we got here, but the, the Sunday night football games. We'll follow. There is never a mention when they always, oh, Pro Football Focus says this, and oh, we have them rated that by Pro Football Focus. There is zero mention that this crutch they lean on is also coincidentally owned by Chris Collinsworth. That's his thing. Yeah. I mean, don't you have to come forward with that? Oh, by the way, Chris Collinsworth is the majority owner of Pro Football Focus. How many, like, what's the percent of uh, viewers at home already know that? Would be my question. Eight. So is it worth it then if 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 there's only eight? What's the 8% percentage of, of viewers at home that subscribe to Pro Football Focus? I don't. I mean, there's enough free content where you don't have to. So what's the competition? Two percent. What? What? Well, I mean, what are the other statistical evaluations that could be used instead of that that rating system? I'm sure they're out there. I mean, Pro like, Football Focus is right. the easy. But, I mean, you, if, you if Chris Collins were to for anything. For well, any position? Right. I mean, if, if they're going to go to Pro Football Focus as their go-to data source or rankings source, aren't there other ones out there? Does it matter? Chris Collinsworth is their guy. Look, who, fooled again. Who, fooled again. Uh, I fooled won't again. let them lie to my face, Scott. But Chris Collinsworth, the best NFL analyst in the oh, game. Is, get, is that get the H out of here. You Really? Really? No. You sure that no. you sure the pro football focus thing isn't clouding your opinion? Chris of- Collinsworth was brutal in the postseason. I'm who's, trying who's, to think who's of better who's than better. Chris Coll- yeah, just, okay. Then who's better? I like Tony Romo because yeah. I think hold on because I think he's refreshing. I don't know if he's Listen, actually any good. I, I think, think Tony different. Romo is good. The voice is not good. That doesn't that doesn't bug me as much actually. The, the literal voice itself does not bug me as much as the content. Wait, Tony- NBC, NBC had the Super Bowl right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was just making sure. I'm no, not thinking back no, to no, last no, you're year. Right. We Chris Collinsworth was yeah. brutal. He, in the he Super was Bowl. not. He wasn't great. He wasn't as good as he usually is. Like where he's pointing stuff out at the minute it happens or right away. I do not recall coming away from that broadcast thinking, "Wow, that was a really good job by Collinsworth per usual." I think he's. I do agree that he's the best. Yep. I don't think he's the worst by far, though. thing about Tony Romo and where I'll, I'll, if I this was the argument I would make, this would be my Greg Hill to die on. Ugh. The worst thing about Tony Romo. 
is that now the success that he had and everybody said, oh, Tony Romo is the greatest. Now everyone is going to hire players that are one year removed from it. Sure. Boom, let's, you're already seeing sure. Joe Thomas from Monday Night Football. Greg Olson, even though he hasn't officially retired. He did Fox stuff last year, didn't he, when he was well, injured? But that was weird, too, because he didn't the go Vikings? to the pregame. He didn't go to the meetings or anything during they, the they week didn't want because, him to. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the Vikings they were, that he was broadcasting against. But now any player that retires that is at least moderately successful Pro Bowl level, any player that retires, it's, he's going into the booth, right? I'm I'm not against the the shot of having it happen. I'd, I'd like to like because I'd like to give these guys a chance. I'd like to see what Joe Thomas has to say before I'm like oh, he he does a terrible idea. I'll I'll I said this about Tony Romo. He hit the wall mid. He hit the wall in the middle of the season. There was a certain amount of of refreshingness. It was it was fresh. It was new. And and then we 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 got towards December, no, late November, early December, and and he kind of there there it, it seemed as if he kind of used all his bag of everything out of the bag of tricks that he had, and then he just ran out of stuff, and it just got kind of okay. This is who there was nothing. I don't know. Was Tony Romo, according to sixty six percent of us, so good because he was recently retired and because he like he played these teams last year and he knew. This is what they do. Oh, I know to look for this. This oh, is what's happening. Something it doesn't to be, hurt. Well, no, there's something to be said for <laughs> as the years go by, and he gets a little bit more removed from on the golf course the a little more. Good for him. You, He's good. Well, how, that brings up the interesting point of: Would do you want the guys like the analysts to be connected to the well, players? Who, you just, who, just, who just is wanna, good? Who is a good analyst? Chris, I, I like Collinsworth. I like Tony Romo. Um. You know who once was good? You know who was good? No, Aikman, there's not a lot of there there. I always say if you can, if if, if you could read a a transcription of what an analyst says and look at it and you go, there's nothing there. John Gruden. Yeah. I I do not like John Gruden. Well, you don't have to worry about it. Good luck to the Raiders for 10 at 100, 10 years at $100 million. Enjoy that uh, contract, whether he lasts more than two years, we'll see. I'll tell you another guy who was good, then he got stupid. And then John he Madden. Came, um, We're trying to have a serious conversation. Wow. Wow. Why? He's still with us, right? John Madden? Yeah. Yeah, he's, oh. he's alive. He's still with us. <laughs> Matt Millen. Just hang on a second. Hang on a second. I, the, the GM? Matt Mill- no. I, think he's, I think he's, okay. The team of Dick Stockton and Matt Millen were the number two team in the NFL behind um, Summerall and Madden yeah. for a long time. And of course, I have no recollection of that. We know Millen left and and just I you know think he's still good. Was really bad doing anything else. He came back and he's goofy now. He's kind of that uh, meatheadish type of uh, goofy. He's Madden light, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that was the knock on him the whole time that he was basically doing. A John Madden shtick. Yeah, you, you were good. just getting more information from him. There are, I think we can all agree, there are more bad NFL analysts than good ones because we we can run through a list of ones that are just bad. Well, you know, I like to have a beer with you and talk football sometime, but it ain't gonna happen tonight. <laughs> and it's tough to come I up with, he, right? He'd be great. Those who are good. Can you well, imagine Mike McCarthy? McCarthy in the booth? So, would he be good? At, I don't think so. <laughs> Just get mad. Top five worst coaches in the booth. John Gruden. 
Well, do we, we do an act take him out? Those, we already, you mean those who've done it or those? No, no, no. If we right were to now, put them, if you were looking at coaches right now, this, I, I think well, he would, in never, the booth he, he, he would obviously never do it. But Bill Belichick would be great. I was going to say, I bet it would just be the opposite. You think he'd be horrible because he doesn't say oh, yeah. nothing. Yeah. No, I, I think you he'd would think good. the a fan would think he'd be bad for the way that he talks, not for the information. Top he five gives. worst: Adam Gase. Uh, Gase would be bad. John Fox. John Fox is gonna will be, be terrible. He will be. He bad. is going to be awful. I don't know. I've heard reports. He will that be bad. When, when John Fox opens up, oh, well, you know, the guys are, he will be bad. <laughs> That's Andy you doing Reed? John Fox. I love Andy doing Kellyendo doing that. Andy Reid. It's gonna be John Fox. It's gonna be well, Kellyendo uh, doing somebody doing somebody. Because Fox is gonna do so. Uh, Fox is He's, doing uh, some ESPN? Fox stuff or ESPN. ESPN, stuff? I think. Okay. Mm. I've heard that when he opens up and lets his guard down, he can be good. Um, I missed that the last four years. Sorry. Well, Chuck Pagano. No. Now we're just we're just taking you guys think, that so would you give think Chuck Pagano would be good. I don't think he would. I don't want anything to do with Chuck Pagano. Right, I'm saying oh, my five. Words. Mike Zimmer would be uh, bad. Oh boy. So what, Don Zimmer? <laughs> R.I.P. Question mark. Oh yeah, very much so. Hugh no. Jackson. Is he dead? Don Zimmer passed. I believe Don Zimmer. Are we sure about that? Gone. Oh, positive. Yeah. Yep. No, Mike Zimmer would be bad. Oh boy. Yeah. Doug Peterson? Of the eye patch. He is dead. <laughs> Sorry. He is dead. Um, I, I can only come up with guys who'd be good because I think everyone else would just mm-hmm. be bad. Like, I think Bruce Arians would be good. They, sh- that's, they, they should do good. a revolving door. <laughs> just so guys you, that get fired. So you just, no, you just change it like every few weeks. It's like when, when Jimmy Kimmel first started his show and they had the, the co-host randomly. That would change every week. I mean, you were four years old. I don't remember long. that either. What year was this? Jimmy Kimmel, it was, what What year was that, 2003? Yeah. When the show yeah. first launched? And he had a new, like every week there was a co-host. So like the first week I think was Snoop Dogg. He had Ooh. Snoop Dogg, he had George Clooney, and it just shuffled through. This guy's going to be with us this week. Not a co-host, but like Ed McMahon sitting on the couch there. Basically, yeah, guy. sidekick for oh, the Sidekick, week. yeah, yeah. Uh, just do that with Monday Night Football. Would you so just now, shuffle guys in every week? Do they, do they have, us next week? Do they it's have to be, be coaches, or would you, would you be all right with a celebrity it, doing it? Do do we need Dennis Miller again? I think Dennis Miller's long. Do we need Rush Limbaugh that. again? Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. I, I wasn't. I don't remember any of this. I just know they were in you the do booth. Rush Limbaugh and Donovan McNabb in the booth at the same time. Now that's you a show. Frank Caliendo doing Rush Limbaugh and Donovan you get McNabb. Tony Kornheiser and Dennis Miller at the same time. I just want to see people fight on the broadcast. I think that's what we're getting at. Keep in mind, Monday Night Football has a new play-by-play. Well, I was going to say, if we were going to do that, you keep Sean McDonough in the booth to to keep him as stiff and as uncomfortable as possible. Everyone else yelling, and he's just... Anyway, second down. His voice is cracking. I I can't believe it. Look at him go. (laughs) Is that amazing that his voice on some of the biggest calls, the Michigan-Michigan State game... That crazy finale, the punt, the, 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 the Chiefs, Chiefs uh, the playoff Titans. game, his voice, the touchdown that didn't at count. That point, oh, at that man. point, it was Sean. You know we can't do this anymore, right? Did you know his dad was former yeah. sports well, writer know, yeah. Will McDonough? And his his brother, brother is the GM of the Suns. Yep, and there, there's there's three brothers, I think. I want yeah, a real sports. His other brother them. is is not even in sports. He's mm-hmm. he was talking about. I think he it. is in sports. I thought his other brother was like an attorney or something. Uh, Real Sports, I think, did a piece on them last year. Uh, Frank DeFord, get him in the booth for a week. R.I.P. I know he's dead. Oh, wait, he is? Yeah, he's definitely dead. 
He, he died. You just have to prop him up in the corner. <laughs> It'd be the same. Oh, boy. I uh, give credit to Sean ago. McDonough. I know you, you read the his article was oh, two yeah. weeks he ago. Was he, was, candid. he was candid. I did not. I'm paraphrasing. I didn't like it. I did not like it. I, I just, it was not my thing. And I enjoy the college atmosphere and calling college football and basketball more. So he's doing that again. It is. And Joe Tessitore. Is the voice of Monday Night Football, which I, I just want to know who. Like. Yeah, was this just like like we just need somebody this year, and they're going to change it again next year, or are they just going to say here here's Joe Tessitore from now on? And if it wasn't him, who was it going to be? Like, well, I mean, I think the yeah. whole ESPN NFL thing is very interesting right now. Like the fact that the NF that their relationship is that strained when ESPN has just gotten jobbed by them for the last decade plus, where they're paying all this money. I understand some of the, the Bill Simmons and everything else that you employ these guys and they're taking shots at us. But for how much ESPN pays to just get the one playoff game, which may now be gone, and to get the schedule that they got, that from the onset, they thought they were getting Monday Night Football, and, he, and the NFL basically said, no, we're changing that to Sunday. You're getting the C-plus game. Mm-hmm. And McDonough mentioned that on his way yeah. out the door. He said that was one of the things – as to why he didn't like it, because the matchups Part of me suck. wonders, and I understand that you need the cachet that the NFL brings and that you at least need the rights for highlights to do things on SportsCenter and whatever you want to do on Sundays. But part of me wonders if given how much you're paying and that's what you're getting in return, and let's be honest, Monday Night Football is becoming obsolete with Thursday night, that by the time you get to Monday – Nobody has time for it. You're, you're footballed out, basically. And especially when your matchup is going to be Bengals-Titans. Eh, I'll check mm-hmm. in in the third or fourth quarter. At what point does ESPN just say, you know what? We've already seen the ratings start to really take off for the NBA. We have that relationship with them. We feel like this is where things are headed. Maybe we'll get back into hockey and try and prop that up. We'll spend our money on these sports and baseball. And we'll just bring you NFL highlights. I can't see them doing that. The fact that the Pro Bowl still gets ratings just says enough that they're willing to work with whatever ratings they're but getting. But look at this year where, where, I know, where the I NFL just, said, you know what, we're not even telling you until you find out through press release. We're doing our draft show with Fox, and that, we might give, we might give Fox the, the one playoff game yeah. you guys had every year. That, that what am I paying look. for? ESPN. $16 billion? Isn't that what they're playing? What, what am paying I paying for? The name. for? The name and the access, what you're still paying for. What if you're look? If what's the first website you're going to? Uh, not you. I'm not gonna say you guys. What's the first website a fan is gonna go to? More often, more often than not, still ESPN. Whether it's it's relevant, it's more often than not, what's, they're gonna for, go to ESPN for, for, for what? For their sports during news. football season. Just for any sports news, where are they going? ESPN recognition. Sure. So why why wouldn't the but during football season? First page of hands going to, let's be honest, is probably whatever league their fantasy league is run through, sure. whatever sure. platform their fantasy league is I, run through. I, I'll mm-hmm. see if I can find the numbers real quick, but what would be, there's, so CBS. I would has, guess has Yahoo a, runs that game. Hmm. You're talking the playoff game? No, no, no. no the, I'm uh, talking fantasy like football. The, oh, like oh, what, oh. Who, what has the Another thing I'm guessing, you do not partake. Do you, yeah, do you do I fantasy sports? And, no, like my brackets, I overdosed in college, and I'm but, but you I'm did sober, at one point, 15 years sober. You did at one point do fantasy and sports. fantasy sober. Okay. No, I do not play pretend football. No, <laughs> and did, I don't did care you about at one pretend point. football team I agree either. with that. I don't care either, but did you at one point do it in your life? Yeah, I ran a league, actually. That doesn't surprise me. Does that surprise me? No, it doesn't surprise me. That makes sense. Keeper league? That's where I was on 9-11. 
9-11, the morning of 9-11, it was a Tuesday morning. I don't I'm have in a college. for that. Sorry. I'm in, no, thank because I wouldn't trust what it would be. I'm checking the Monday night football score and statistics to round out that week because it's oh, Tuesday morning. Oh, I thought you meant you were at a fantasy draft. I was going to say, no. you, you missed the boat on that I was a uh, segue from 9-11. Yeah, I mean, are, are we handling this just sharing our memories? Where were you? No. I was no. in second grade. Yeah. Mm. Uh, did you guys see this? Uh, I just noticed this the other day uh, on Deadspin. Florida legislators want to move to the the Atlantic Standard Time Zone. I uh, Basically, that means they'll be an hour ahead of Eastern Time Zone. Right. Correct? Why would anyone want to do that? Just in Wait, general, why would anyone mean? do that? So if it's 8 o'clock in New York, it's it'll 7 be nine o'clock, o'clock here, and it'll be 9 o'clock there? Yeah. And Whatever. I, wh- why would but even like and then for sports why would you want to do that I have zero issue with time zones the only thing oh, uh, I, I want it. that ha- just just get rid of just get rid of the, the spring forward fall back get rid of daylight savings yeah I'm fine time. with that saving that's what I it's said singular that's what I said we you said saving you, yes, I said you're gonna be one of those time. people who argues about the Stanley Cup Listen, final we used finals. to get annual emails from a news director telling us stressing the important I know it's saving time all right I'm just. Just get rid of that. Spring forward, uh, fall time back. zones, fine. Keep them. I just think with the, I just think in the sports sense, like that's stupid. It's great. No, 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 no. You have tiered the, the Atlantic. The Atlantic staggered. Thing. That, it's great. So that means you have like a eleven thirty local time for a national broadcast. Who cares? I don't live there. Something happens. I'm just saying. I why, as the state, as the state itself, Look, why would they if do Florida that? Florida has no income tax. You got to do something to offset the benefits. of They Florida. have Miami. What more do they need? Miami's in Florida. Look, this, why do you need? Yeah, to, I'm to saying, if they have all these great things, you got look. You you have what's going on in Jacksonville and all the weird Florida stories, and then you have nine o'clock local start time. The governor days. of Florida signed the bill saying that they're going to go like Arizona. They are not mm. going to move. But at least Arizona at least does it right, where they just they're a they're already an hour they're an hour behind during daylight saving during not I don't know which is which, but they're either an hour or two hours behind. The you bill would let Central. Florida remain on daylight saving time year you round. You remember the debate of where would you rather go, Arizona or Florida? So, I mean, that's where everybody goes when, that's they, the when they hang them up. I, I think I I've Arizona. done a, I think I've done a one eighty. I used to say Arizona, but mm. I mean Florida. I'd pick Arizona. Beach. I don't need the beach. Miami. Miami's a good one, but I don't need the beach. No tax. That's a big one. That's a huge no one. income tax. I think there's more to do for me in Arizona. What? There's more there sports There isn't much going on. in Arizona. But there like definitely spring, more sports in yeah, Florida. There are and more brown spring. recluse spiders. In Arizona? Yeah. You have... Phoenix, the Phoenix area, Scottsdale, that is it. Did you totally it is miss a dead What am I missing? Scott's giving me a look here. What am I what did I miss? Oh, I know what you're Euchre talking almost about. died. What do you you did not see this story? Yeah. You no. joking right now? Are you kidding me? It was, <clears throat> I missed it, that. It was on the front page of the journal Sentinel. Tom Hodricord. I can't read. He chronicled all of Bob Euchre's near death experiences over the last, what, ten years? How old is Bob? Eighty four now? Eighty five? Yeah. Regardless, he was bitten by a brown recluse spider. All right, you know what? I'm staying where I am. I don't need. I don't want bugs or crawled up his shorts mind. when I'm, he was changing a light bulb. I'll deal with the snow. That's fine. You ever have a spider Wait, is up that your really shorts? What happened? No. Yeah, he's changing a light bulb up back of his house or his condo, How? and he feels a bite. And after a couple of days, the red blotch was getting bigger and bigger. He goes to the doctor, and they go, 
Uh, Bob, that was a brown recluse spider that bit you in your shorts. You, you don't. Why are you laughing? This is a true story. I know people know this story. I'm not breaking news. When here. did it happen? In the fall. This was yes, last. Yeah, last fall, fall of seventeen. They had to carve out a chunk of his leg, leave the wound wide open to let it heal. Hmm. I mean, the man is, the man is, he's an Iron Man. There are few things that sound worse than spider crawled up your shorts and bit you. That's not great. Scorpion would be worse. But you'd feel would a scorpion. What, what, what would you rather get bitten I by, feel a scorpion like, or a spider? Well, it's one and the same to me, but I, I feel like spiders have a, and again, spiders have a better chance at sneaking up on you than snakes. Goosia. Well, do they? You'd be goose by a spider. pretty equal. You can get bit, and I know what's happened before. You can get bit by a spider in your home. I know there are snakes in your home and mm-hmm. wherever. No. But there is a mud. Open a newspaper. I do not do that. You never hear about the story, not in these parts, but, you know, out there in oh, the snake desert. snake came in through the ventilation yeah. and, yeah. No, I in in, uh, in my life growing up in Illinois, I have never encountered a snake in my life. I encountered really? a snake once, and I was in Door County. Yeah, because us growing up in Wisconsin have encountered numerous snakes crawling into our homes. I didn't imply that or say that. Even I mean, I'm just telling you, snakes man. Snakes can wreak a lot of havoc. Look what Jake Plummer did for the Cardinals. Mm. Jake Roberts. He's. I'll let that. I'll let catch up. I'll wait. Jake the snake. How did we even get to this? Atlantic time zone. So, oh. Uh, Daylight saving time. Another, yeah. another great segue. So speaking of Florida, we saw the day before we're taping this, Wayne Huizenga passed away. Mm-hmm. So I remembered Wayne Huizenga as the owner of the Marlins and the Dolphins, but I did not realize half the stuff this guy did. He owned the Panthers, too. Panthers, yeah. I, Florida Panthers. Yeah. Blockbuster video? Blockbuster waste waste management. management. To the Blockbuster video point, and Ashton, you did not know this, that Summerfest CEO Don Smiley. Did not know this, yeah. He came aboard the Heisinga train, if you will, during the Blockbuster era, rose through the Blockbuster ranks and whatnot, but Don Smiley was the president of the Marlins when they won the World Series under Wayne Heisinga in 97, right? I did not know that. Yeah, Don Smiley has a World Series ring. Now he's running the world's largest music festival. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Heizenga and his business associate, John Milk. Milk or milk? Milk. Milk. Yeah. But not M-I-L-K. Right, which E-L-K. is milk. Right. Uh, they used the same model and techniques as Ray Kroc to expand block. At the time that Heizenga got in the business with Blockbuster, they had 19 stores. Didn't Ray Kroc screw over his business partners? Soon they were opening. McDonald's? Oh, Ray Kroc was the worst. Yeah, Soon okay. they were opening a new store every 24 hours. Blockbuster, uh, this is? Yeah. Major out. Video was their rival. I have never heard of Major Video. I remember uh, Major Is that like Family Video? Planet Video? Planet Video. Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video. I remember that. I, I, I remember Blockbuster Video, actually. Surprisingly, I remember and had a card at one mm-hmm. point in my life to Blockbuster Everybody Video. Everybody had a card to Blockbuster Video. Hi, Zynga. 
spearheaded three different Fortune 500 companies, Waste Management, Blockbuster, and AutoNation. Is that what you said it was? AutoNation. I have no idea what they are. Well, they were five, Fortune 500 nonetheless. Man, you just think back well, to it. But, but Huizinga, he was roasted for tearing the thing down then, right? In, um, in, in the cherished tradition of the Marlins rising and then stripping well, it down. Well, he was rising, gone by the down. time. Wasn't he the one who stripped it down after they won in 97? I didn't. They well, they he they was did still owning them. Yeah, well, he was he, he was there. He was until down to fifty percent, I thought. Because at that he, point, I mean, he you know he went balls to the wall in terms of paying for a roster that got him the World Series, and then he realized uh, after that he stripped it down in ninety eight. In November ninety eight, the year after it won the World Series, Marlins were sold for approximately one hundred and fifty million dollars to John Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's here's where we're talking about uh, what that price tag for so a second. He, 150, 150 million. 50 million for so he was gone team. for right. the ugliness that we saw. John Henry, the Red Sox guy. Yep, yep. That John Henry and then Jeffrey Loria, who was the worst owner in sports, have done. Uh, reading here about Hazinga, uh, he claimed a financial loss of approximately $34 million running the team in 1997, which is why they ended up uh, ordering a $54 million player's payroll. To be cut. So he sold. 97. He, he was still. Wasn't he still like a 50% owner? Or was that with the Dolphins? Uh, that was the Dolphins. 2000, yeah. 2000, in 2008 is when he finally sold his 50% so of the team. So he sold the Marlins in 98. He sold the Panthers in 2001. And he was a 50% owner of the Dolphins until 2008. What was the story? with? He did something with the Dolphins too. with Because I remember. He, he owned when, when, 50% of the stadium also. Well, yeah. Not everyone I, I re- does. No, but I mean, I remember when they had Jimmy Johnson and when he just kind of abruptly left. Didn't Wayne Huizenga keep paying him? Because we later found out Jimmy Johnson was stepping away because he had a lot of family issues going on. And he was spending time with his family. I think his son was in rehab or something. But I, I could have sworn Wayne Huizenga like, continued to pay him and paid for some of that and, and gave him a boat or a plane to con- to go back and forth and visit his son, even after Jimmy Johnson wasn't his coach. So you're saying he was a kind man. That's By all reports, he was a kind man and a very business-savvy man. Think about that. He owned three different pro franchises at the same time. How many does Stan Kroenke own? I mean, I know he's a bad guy, too, but uh, he, four Rams he had. Rams, Avalanche, Avalanche, Nuggets, because he, he owns oh, Pepsi Center. Right. Uh, and he owns a soccer club, I think. We don't count him. that. You don't get what? I don't count that. Why not? He has a soccer club. What, he, he paid $40 for it? Interesting. That 1997 Marlins team, that was one well, of the did great you know rosters. Craig Council was on that team. Brewers manager Craig Council. Um, so there is a local tie-in. That 1997 Marlins roster, that was, how many guys can you name off that 97 Marlins roster? For some reason, okay. there are so many names that I can remember. Al Leiter, Kevin Brown. Yep, yep. Do you have the roster in front of you? I'm, look, I, look at I, the, I was, I'm just making my own list. But look at I, the, uh, the council. List. The Indians roster, too, uh, that year. Devon White, was he on that team? Center fielder, yep. Jeff Conine. Conine, the Barbarian. Uh, Mike Lowell. Charles yet? Johnson. No, was, uh, that was way before. Just Michael. kidding. Charles Dumbers. Johnson, catcher. Or was Pudge the catcher that year? In no, Pudge, Pudge was the Josh Beckett team. Yeah, yeah that's that was right. 2003. You're right. Yep. Uh, yeah, Charles Johnson, Gary Sheffield. 
Bobby Bonilla. Oh, Gary Sheffield and Bobby Bonilla. Who's their first baseman? Was that Conine? No, Conine was still in the outfield for that team, I believe. Is Tony Fernandez on that team? I mean, you talk about a squad and an organization that went out to sign. Just, look, we're going to win a World Series. Let's go out there and sign the name. Sign. Can you name any of the Indians from that, t- from that year? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. That's easy. Because that Charles Nagy. I'm, lo- I'm looking at that roster, and that is Jim stacked. Thumb. Uh, You're saying it wrong. Was he playing third? Was he playing third base? He was at he was at first base at that point. Okay, so on the infield you had Tommy at first. We're doing the Indians here. Tommy at first. Alomar. No, no, that was um... yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Wait, no. Baerga was there, wasn't he? Uh, Alomar was starting, and uh, Sandy was the catcher. Yeah, riveting stuff. But they, look at this team, though. That's it's a roster. They had Brian Giles, Marquise Grissom, uh, Manny Ramirez, baby. David Justice was on this team. Was Kenny Lofton? How did they there? not win. Julio Franco. Well, we just named at, the Marlins. Have Julio, Julio Franco, Franco was, at the ripe age of thirty-eight. Oh, I was going to guess forty-seven at that year. The Marlins team. Jeff Conine was the first baseman. Bobby Bo was third. But Edgar Renteria was a rookie. Luis Castillo. Who was still on the team, the the next World Series team, Devon White, Moises Alou, we forgot. Mm-hmm. Don't shake his hand though. <laughs> Charles Johnson. Um, Thank you, Kurt Abbott. You have no sound for that. Greg Zahn, another another Greg local Zahn, connection. Greg Zahn, Cliff Floyd. Oh my God, oh, we, forgot, we forgot. Dutch Dalton was on that team. Did we really forget him? Or wow, Jim Eisenreich, Craig Council, Mark Kotze. There we go. Three local ties. Wow. Mark Kotze. Uh, Josh Booty. Was he the quarterback for LSU? <laughs> Pitchers, Kevin Brown, Alex Fernandez, Al Leiter, Tony Saunders, who was also a brewer. Rick Helling also. Man, there's so many brewers on this team. Levon Hernandez, another brewer. He was a brewer? Oh, yeah. When? Half a year. Uh, a year. Yeah, like Not a year. Even. This was... Like 2010, so, uh, somewhere was in there. El Duque was on that roster, right? No, no. El Duque came up with the Yankees, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He was also on uh, the 2005 White Sox, which won the World okay, Series. This is 97. I'm just telling you in case you didn't know. Antonio Alfonseca, Rob six, six fingers, six fingers, right? Do you have six or four, Alfonseca? Uh, six, didn't he? Pretty sure he had, no, he had one extra. No, you're somebody else. No, no he had some weird with the digits. Uh, that Indian team, Sandy Alomar, Jim Tomey, Tony Fernandez, uh, Omar. I just saw a picture, sorry. Omar Vizquel. Does it look like a finger? Yeah. Or does it no, look like weird. some sort of nub? It's real oh, weird. Omar Vizquel, Matt Williams. Outfield of Brian Giles, Marquise Grissom, Manny Fernandez, Justice was the DH. Manny Ramirez? Here we go. They just keep popping up. Julio Franco mm-hmm. played for the Brewers. Kevin Alka Seitzer played for the Brewers. You got two middle fingers. Pat Borders. Pat Borders played for the Brewers too. In no, the early did. two, I guarantee Pat you he Borders? did. Pat Borders played for the Brewers. I believe on one of the teams I covered as an intern. Was he a World Series MVP or an ALCS MVP? Does that count Pat as a PD Borders? if you have an extra finger? Uh, didn't he? Uh, you know what? You got. I could have sworn he played for the Brewers. I don't think he did. He did not. I could have. Uh, how, you do know you wear, what? how do you wear gloves? That, well, I, I, is it a PED? I just, I kind of. No, it's be, not a drug. 
No, Bip but is Roberts. it? You're right. It's not a drug. Bip Roberts on the. Unless the D here. stands for digit. Yes. Richie Sexton. Enhancing digit. Former brewer Richie Sexton. Yeah. They had that that um, pipeline of outfield talent. Kind of like the Dodgers when the Dodgers went through that rookie of the year uh, stretch there for it seemed like a decade. Jarrett Wright, brother of Jamie Wright, who played for the Brewers. Oral Hershiser. Charles Nagy. Bartolo Colon, of course. Who was 40. That was then. year 15. Uh, David Stormy Weathers on that team. <laughs> Brewers play-by-play man Brian Anderson on that team. Wait, is that him? No. And that's been today's episode. <laughs> so, yeah, those were two we'll loaded this in teams. Like two usual. very loaded teams, as we were hinting at. But that's what's going on in Florida. Do you want to talk about Sister um, Jean? Okay. I just want to know if I'm if, – am I a bad guy? I just yes. I want to do that now. Yes. I, I don't care. About the Sister Jean storyline. But it's not her fault. I, I don't care whose fault it is. I don't care anymore. Well, that, that then, then turn off the television. I can't because I have to watch Maybe the game. No, or you have to watch an 11 seed. No, you don't. Trust me. A lot of people aren't. Well, if there's no other games on and that happens to be the one that's it's still on. It's not Sister Jean's fault. I don't. What did she's I just a, say five seconds she's ago? She's wheelchair bound right now. So she can only right, she go goes whoever wheels her wherever, wherever they place her. How? I got to be honest. I know nothing about her. It, it, look. The, the the sister Jean storyline, you shouldn't be surprised no. by it. No, look, that here, is what why they it love. makes me upset. Here's That's the bigger thing. This is the bigger thing. All of these people who keep telling me how great college basketball is and it's better than the NBA. This is so great. I love upsets. Prove it. They were they were they are so lucky that you have Duke. Kansas and Villanova all advancing. Because if any of those teams would have went down last night and we're approaching the possibility of a final four of 11 versus 9, 5 versus 9, prove it. No one's watching that garbage. I'll give you Thursday and Friday, the first two days of the tournament. Fine, they can win then. After that, no more. Why Why is there... I was thinking about this this week, and it, it hit me. Why is there the love affair in college basketball with the Cinderella's, and you don't see it in any other sport, not even college football. What did you hear all this year dur- during the um, the race or the ramp up to the college football playoff? If Central Florida would have made it, more people would have been dismayed. The real upset national champions about that than not. Just just hang, hear me out. In the NFL, what what was the worry come championship weekend? That somehow, some way, the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to get into the Super Bowl. In the NBA, do you want the two eight? Do people openly root for the two eight seeds to have a magical run to the NBA championship? Because that that's what people I have would a theory for, on this. Uh, the record, I would be rooting for one of the eight seeds yeah. to have a magical run this year, potentially. Well, hope, yeah, hopefully the seven seed, eight or seven. I'm rooting for them this R- year. Rooting for seven in Major League Baseball. No one is rooting for the two wild cards. Ah, I here's my theory on this is you'd rather root for a professional no. team anyways but, than a than a college team. No, no, you don't Co- know anything about the college no. teams. That's why people like them. College Listen, basketball. People is the don't only, know anything about the professional teams. College basketball is the only sport where you have this weird veil of stupidity that shrouds itself over the face of sports fans, and suddenly they're rooting for. Not the best teams well, to make it to the to the pinnacle 
Is it boredom? Other sport? Is it boredom? No, I think it's just what are the major upsets that we've seen in college football? Ever? I think it's because, look, there are so many games that we started to get these upsets where Princeton wins, and you have these teams upsetting two seeds and three seeds and whatever. You have more cracks at it in college basketball because in in college football, now with the playoff format, yes, there's the opportunity for Central Florida to get in there and and run the table. But before that, it's still going by the pole. So it's not like you had this 500 team getting in there and beating Notre Dame. So because of that and the more cracks, we started to see these upsets and then people convinced themselves, this is good. This is a good story. We want to see it. But why do people... But why? Why do people, like you say, want to see? Why do they get excited for Loyola? People like an underdog. I don't know why. They just don't no, 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 no. That. People like an underdog until they become successful. Then they hate them. Then they turn on it. That's well, sports. There's a storyline. Is people like a storyline until it affects them and their uh, entertainment. So no, 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 no. Not even affects even them. That? People just don't want them to be successful. Yeah, great, you won. And now look at Gonzaga. And all of a sudden, Gonzaga becomes a powerhouse. And I'm sick of Gonzaga. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in that Butler's camp. the same way. Uh, Butler's fine with me. I'm anti-Gonzaga. I don't even think of Gonzaga as a mid-major anymore. Right. To their credit. I don't think of Wichita State as a mid-major anymore. To their credit. I don't even think of Butler anymore. Well, it's, they're a member of the Big East Conference. So, is the Big East a mid-major conference? No. It's it's just an it's an interesting study on I guess human reaction or 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 fans reaction because they'll rally around Loyola or Kansas State or VCU or George Mason or Butler twice, but I I, I can't draw a parallel in any other sport, college or professional, where when it comes down to the championship round or the the weekend before the championship round to get there, people are, oh, what a great story. Nobody wanted Jacksonville to make the Super Bowl this year. Nobody wanted Central. No, I did. No, no, you didn't. I no, did. No, you didn't. I did. I okay, liked watching well, the defense Well, you play. and the two of you can go watch it then. because I, I would have watch watched it. I I mean, we would have watched no, it. Come on. I would have I mean, watched it. You would have watched it. Yes. You, you wanted the Jacksonville Jaguars to make yes. the Super Bowl. Yes. That's stupid. Why is that stupid? That makes as much sense as well, why is so, it stupid? So are you rooting for Loyola? Uh, why would you want? Well, why would you I not want the, Loyola? Yeah. Why? Why would you not want the best possible matchup in the? I biggest do want game? the best matchup. Then you should but not been rooting for Jacksonville. Their defense was oh, the best defense on. in the NFL last well, I year. I would have much rather watched their defense. I can tell That's you that, why. That Loyola's guard play, which by the way, it takes guard play to win. I don't know if you heard that. Also, senior leadership, and great coaching. Never heard of that. Got to hit free throws. Never heard of that. I could tell you that Loyola's guard play right now is right at the top of the list. Did Milwaukee Any better than them? Villanova? By 17, yeah. never trailed. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Milwaukee beat Iowa State also, correct? Yes, All on right. the road. You're welcome. Wait, did so you play in that game? Basically, the Panthers <laughs> are in the Elite Eight. Did you know? Yeah, I mean, you knew this. No, but how, how can you? No, I, I don't. How, the how, Loyola thing probably just because. Why would you root for Jacksonville? why? Uh, come on, we all know why no, I'm rooting I thought, for Loyola. I, I, w- I wouldn't say I rooted for Jacksonville. I wouldn't have had a huge issue because it I was would. a team that became very likable, and you got th- their defense and everything else. Plus, I mean, 
What There's was likable about the Jacksonville oh, Jaguars? Come on. Are I you could do me? No. without Blake Bortles. What so that's was fine. Likable about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Two words right there. Get, that's get, it. Talk get a you. microphone in front uh, of Jalen Ramsey. Look, I know you hate uh, fun, Scott, Ramsey, but I like fun. Media Day Super Bowl. Yes. yes. No, it's fine. Scott, you hate fun. It's okay. We all get it. It's fine. I don't think. Do I think ratings would have been worse? Probably. Do I think people would have been bitching about it? Probably. Alan Hitman Hearns. Uh, on a new team now, <laughs> it's right? Not his, it's not his nickname, but it should be Hitman Hearns. What? What was it? Wasn't it Michael Bennett? Hold on, no, no, no. Wasn't there? What is? Wasn't there a cornerback that changed his last name to Hitner at one point? Dante Hitner. Dante Hitner. But now he changed it back. I'm well, pretty he's not sure. A cornerback. He's not. He was a Whatever. safety. First does, of does all. not matter. He was a defensive back. Yeah. Well, he's That's no all. longer a football player. That's why he changed it back. You can't hit people in society, as Michael Bennett found out. Allegedly. You know the thing that fascinates me about the Michael Bennett situation? It's a real weird story. There, There is no videotape. In yeah. 14 there aren't months. any photographs. It was just strictly and there was his a, word against her was, word. And, and there was a cop right next to him that didn't do anything. At the mo- it's just weird. All the quotes from surrounding that story are very did, strange. Mar- did Martellus retire? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know of officially, but he did tweet. Some cryptic message of he is mm-hmm. taking his new calling. Well, I remember him. He tweeted that. He blamed Dr. McKenzie well, for it. Well, he tweeted it during the regular <laughs> no, hey. season, yeah. But did he say something again afterwards? Yeah, uh, this yesterday. Week, yesterday. Oh, yesterday, two yeah. days ago. I, I believe he is officially retiring. I tweeted out yesterday, I've decided to move on from the world of football and into the fantastical and wondrous world of creativity. I'm beginning what I believe to be my life's work at Imagine, Imagination Agency. So good for him. Doing some cool stuff over there. If you if you don't know what it is, what his, I, whatever you feel about Martellus Bennett, he's doing some cool stuff in his uh, his endeavors off the field. I, what? what what is he doing? It's uh, it's a creative agency for kids. What does that mean? He writes kids. Well, books he, he and, built uh, like a theme yeah. park, didn't he? Yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff for for kids and creativity, and it's cool. It's kind of neat. And doctors, I think, are involved. Allegedly. Even as someone who does not like fun, I support that initiative. Um, there was, there was something I wanted to get to, but it's, it's going to be a lot of unpacking. So we'll save it for next time. Can we get a tease? Mm. Well, it has to do with dynasties. Okay. I know. Okay. I mean, how long are we running right now? You don't have to give me the exact we're about, time. We're about 50, so, 50 minutes. Yeah. So we'll save it for next yeah, that's, time. That's a long But time. I will mention that what's your take on, on this Eric Reed thing? Oh, he realized that he wants a job and get paid, so I better uh, now have to. Right. Kaepernick said that last year, though, so it's yeah, – I, I, whether but, he would have done it or not. people were already but, done with Kaepernick. Right, that's what I'm saying. I Probably too little, too late for The Eric fact Reed. that this is a story, and Eric Reed has to say, you know what, I, I won't take a knee during the anthem if it means you'll give me a job. Doesn't that totally just dump a bucket of cold water on his stance and everything? Right. But now I, I, I want to get paid, NFL, so like if this is your stance, keep that stance and say, you know what, it's not the job isn't worth it to me if I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm looking at his numbers right now. He looks like a still a fine player. Regardless, you would want him on your team, wouldn't you, as a player? Uh, on the Green Bay Packers, I would on, take him on any team. Yeah, sure. he's 26, especially that over a 35 year old cornerback. You know, we t- we took some interesting calls on Sports Central this week after uh, sure you did. after Jermon Williams was was resigned. Which day was that? Uh, Thursday. That's me again. What was that? You listen to Stephen A. Pop Smith? up ad. Okay. What was the ad for? I don't know. Uh, these calls, anyway. Just curious what you were buying. Um, some sort of enlargement product. It's, I can kind of see it over his shoulder. 
Go ahead. Yeah, you have the so floor. Calls. Let's hear it. Uh, there were interesting people seemed to like him as a locker room guy, and they no one no caller oh, mentioned his play. Oh, people that didn't mingle with him in the locker yeah, room. No, that's good. No, pl- no mention of his actual play. Everyone's like, oh, he's a good veteran. He's a good locker room guy. And how do they wait? That's the number one thing I fans love from fans. That. Oh, he's a good locker room guy <laughs> because cool. there was no Tell reports. Me why. That's yeah. why. Tell me how because you saw his locker on the tour of Lambeau Field. Great. <laughs> it was chained off. There was caution tape. That's all I'm saying. Is, Good uh, locker yeah. room guy. Whatever, whatever that means in the in the eyes of a fan. I don't care if he's a good locker room guy. I would like to know how he performs on the field. That's really all I care about. Man, I mean this this dynasty thing is really good too. <laughs> so do it if you want to. <laughs> no, do it. It's just, just call the tease. It's going to be really good next week. Can we call Jeff to talk about it? No, I don't want to stay. <laughs> Should I call Jeff right now? Just cold call him. Uh, yeah. Oh, now what am I supposed to do with these? I want I want uh, Justin to do his polls first. Do you have oh. those ready? I was going to save those for last, but okay. You want to save them for last? We can save them for last. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scott. So I gave Scott some stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them are real stories. One of them is a fake story. Mm-hmm. And I want you to guess which one is not a real story. I haven't read these yet. That's fine. You don't have to read. You can. You can. I don't have as, to read them. But I, you want me to tell you which ones are fake. You don't have to read the entire thing. If you want to read just a paragraph, you want to read to yourself. You want to, you know, well, have silence for like thirty seconds. That's fine. A musical interlude. Yeah, you know. Uh, I, so I just this, thought I thought they were funny, interesting stories. So two are real and one is fake. Correct. Two are real, one is fake. Yeah. All right. This first one. This is the first time seeing this. Uh, Japanese researcher links an ingredient found in McDonald's French fries with a treatment for baldness, admitting eating the fries will have no effect whatsoever. Professor Yada Yada uh, said his team was able to mass prepare thousands of hair follicle germs in a form of silicone called whatever that word is. The researchers, this has to be a real one because you couldn't have made up that word. All right, this next. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you got that one. All right, right. there's right. no way you're. Tom's River, New Jersey. Little League World Series team. That, that, every time I hear Tom's River, New Jersey, I think Todd, of that little. Todd Frazier? Right, was on I that think team. So. Yeah. I think Tony Kornheiser's son played on that team too. And Tony Kornheiser reluctantly giving a pep talk on inner strength before ushering his newest student into the ring. Local boxing guru Bill Sweeney told reporters Tuesday that he wished just once he could coach someone who had already fully worked through their childhood trauma. I just want to teach people how to box, not to be a de facto father figure to disaffect the teens looking for what this guy's horrible for a way to escape their broken home. Said Sweeney, who couldn't remember the last time he mentored someone solely looking to improve their sparring skills rather than let out years of pent-up anger at a drug animal. It's not like I have no sympathy. I do, but I'm spending half my time with swelling kids who hit the speed bag on the because their dad used to beat their mom. Oh, jeez. Or sticking around late with a brooding kid begging me to make him go home. There are therapists for that kind of stuff. Reach for comments. Several of Sweeney's students said that in an ideal world, their coach wouldn't be using them as pawns to prove to the woman he loved that he was a t- Okay, this has got – all right, hang on a second. Five – and then here's the third story. So one of these what, two is – What do you think of that one? Well, no, I, you, I, you, I don't have to compare well, the yeah. two. What if, if he's – just continue. This segment's going great. Five suspects so. were arrested in so, – should have done the polls. Five suspects were arrested in southern Spain after police officers carrying out a traffic stop found vehicles loaded with 8,000 pounds of stolen oranges. City authorities in Seville – Barber. On Tuesday, Barbara Seville, no, it's okay, released images of two cars and a van over. Remember that Bugs Bunny video, Barbara Seville? Do you know who you're talking to? 
What you watch cartoons? No, I don't. You're not that young. I watched with the, with the fruit of an alleged theft in the town of Carmen. The suspects were stopped last week when a police patrol became suspicious of the vehicles driving in a convoy at night. Five people were detained. Security spokesman told Europa Press that the arrests were important not only in thwarting theft but also in preserving the food. Sec- okay. Hmm. This 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 is the fake story. The this, the the boxing. The hey, I'm I one just, for one. up until the very well, end. That was tremendous. Uh, up quiet. Uh, up until the very end, would you have believed that? Up until the part it where was, they talked to the kids, would it was fifty fifty until the uh, quote reached for comments. Several of Sweeney's students <laughs> said that in an ideal world, their coach would not be using them as pawns to prove to the woman he loved that he was a changed man. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> I'm one for one. Congratulations. I, I'm a brain stronger sauce than that. The, well, the one about the oranges, I just thought was funny. A lot of oranges, man. 8,000. That, not even 8,000 oranges. 8,000 8, pounds. Fruits. 8,000 pounds you, of orange. Do you know what you call a sickly orange? A clementine. A stupid thing, by the way. There was somebody here who was eating. He's He, he puts these little sickly looking, I, ratty, clementine. wrinkly, pruny. It's so disgusting. What what's wrong with the clementine? Wait, whoa, what's, what's wrong with It's an orange that's just yeah, not ripe a, yet. So what? I don't understand. What's the big deal? They're called clementines. So? That's a person's name. That, that's Who? not the name of a fruit. Who have you ever met called clementine? Have you listened to music? No. Who's who's name? people? Oh my darling, oh my darling, Clementine, Clementine, Can you Clementine. Lost give me a few bars forever. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking Something about. Something sorrow. So you do listen Clementine. to music, Clementine. What kind of music do you listen to, Scott? Me? Yeah. Mm. I'll tell you what I don't listen to. I don't like country music. Nice. Uh, Hip hop? No, not rap. Obviously. Um, <laughs> obviously. You know, I'm just. I, I don't have. I don't well, have any. Just, I'm just curious. I don't know a lot about you. That's all. Well, there's a reason. Oh. Um, what? Go ahead. <laughs> My darling. No. What? What did I text you yesterday? I don't know. Too much. Um, oh, I, I asked you about Bloody Marys. Yeah. Where did that come from? We were we were discussing that in the the studio with uh, Greg Hill and our our hills that we were dying on. Did you know the reason that I thought about that after I thought after you sent me that I was wondering why. There's a blood analogy in my head. The cold tomato juice, I, 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 I think mean, blood. I'm out on tomato juice completely. Yeah, me, me uh, too. So we were d- discussing that, and I, I have in the past been chastised for saying, when someone has offered me Bloody Mary, just been like, yeah, no, I'm good. I've been chastised, and I don't understand it. I never had one, and then maybe four or five years ago, I was out for brunch. I saw uh, somebody else at the table ordered one. I ordered one, and I had a sip, and I was done with it. Dreadful yeah. sorry. Not sorrow. Dreadful sorry. Clementine. Clementine. In a cavern. In a canyon. In excavating a... for a mine. Yep. Dwelt a miner, 49er, and his daughter, daughter Clementine. Clementine. Yep. Never heard of it. Never heard it's of it. It's a sad song. It's a bad song, I feel song, bad actually. for your education and, and wherever it was it came from. Illinois. We sang that in grade school. I don't, re- I don't remember sang a lot of grade week? school, so I mean. Um, last week. Bartolo Colon, free agent. Brewers need some pitching help. And K-Rod. So when do we start the K-Rod watch? He's, uh, he's got to end up back in Milwaukee. Tomorrow. Always I, does. Although surprisingly, they don't it's necessarily like have a need for him. It's like people that dated and keep, keep breaking up, but K-Rod and the Brewers. I'm good. I don't need that. I know what else I was going to mention. But then but, they get but, back together, and then they break up And then again. they realize, yeah, this isn't working. Spring. Uh, 
Love should, is in the air. Should we? We should probably. Well, it's going to be dated at that point. But the the whole Charlie Ebersole thing. Did we oh, talk about that last week? League? We talked about that. No, he just announced it two days ago. Thursday. I swear we talked about that. We didn't. How could okay, we? fine. Uh, what, what, I didn't know what Charlie Ebersole was a week ago. Uh, we'll save it because we we still need some more detail. We just know it's coming before XFL 2.0. I'd think it's simple. Do you care? Yes. Really? One of these is going to work. I disagree. Oh, it's just a matter of which one. Oh, I think 0% of them are going to work. I told you my hot take on the XFL, and now it might come true. They have their own, like, they're doing their own fantasy league for this, too. Great. And they've got a TV deal The already. fact that they have a TV deal. The fact that Bill Polian's involved. Oh, boy. Well, what? If you want to Bill save it, we can Bill Polian is one of the biggest frauds out there. Okay. I don't, that doesn't even make any sense. Uh, okay. Bill Polian is, is making a career now. out of. I don't care what he's making a career out of now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, I'm good. I don't need him. Name something Bill Polian did other than when getting Peyton Manning. Wasn't he at the top of the... Wasn't he running the Bills? Oh, great. Jim Kelly. Okay. Marv Levy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Could be right. Thurman because, Thomas. Yeah, how many Super Bowls did they because win? So Daryl yes, Talley. So many teams are going to consecutive Super Bowls, let alone three in a row, let alone four in a row. That's right. That's I'm fine. Sorry. I'm just curious Bruce how many did they win. Okay. Uh, and, that, and that's Bill Polian's... Uh, the, and that's Bill Polian. Didn't they fire him after like the second Super Bowl. Have you Super listened Bowl? to Bill Polian lately? Has he Bill is Polian just a lost to him? old man. Did he do something with the Panthers too? Did he go to Carolina? After How old Buffalo? is Bill Polian? Do we think? If you had to, if you had to guess, seventy-three. No, I'd say eighty. No, he's not in his eighty. What do you guess, Scott? Sixty-nine. Nice. Uh, seventy-five. Say seventy-five. Um, Looks like an old Carolina Panthers expansion GM. When did he go to the Bills? Eighty six to ninety two. Yeah, so it was that was after the second Super Bowl that he. Yeah. So it wasn't so even there for all them. four. He so, built them to so lose two more times. Them. Yeah. He built them to go to four Super and, Bowls and to lose. We twice. don't know that technically. How can you blame that on the general manager? Oh gosh, that's such a. Well, you're laughing. No, a, <laughs> you lose all credibility. Okay, he signed Bruce Smith. Great. Are you doing this sarcastically? Is this sarcastic you? Hang on. I, no, I no, no, no. Hang on. So 86 is when he was the general manager. Uh, when was Jim Kelly drafted? It's like 84, wasn't it? You're wasting 83 your t- draft. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are, are, you, are you honestly diminishing Bill Polian's role in building the Buffalo Bills to the AFC power that they were? So are you, are, are, I mean, is that look, what you're he, doing? He didn't even draft Jim Kelly. He well, lucked that, out that the USFL folded. They still had his rights, and he went to Buffalo. I mean, if it's Frank Reich there all six years, they're not in two straight Super Bowls. Why do you Bill not? Polian. Why are you so anti Bill Polian? Uh, what don't you like he, about Bill Polian? He was mean to Lamar Jackson. That's why I don't like him. No, no. He, you know what? He's he, a he, he, that's to Bill why I don't Polian like him. Current day, and look, I understand this happens with old people, but current day Bill Polian is very much the old man that's that's just yelling at the weather. Scott, hey, well, look, and there's a reason he's doing that and not running an NFL organization anymore. I rest my case. Okay. So we'll we'll we'll. It de- doesn't even we'll, make sense. Your argument doesn't yeah, even make does. sense. No, well, it doesn't. Bill Polian was bad in the 80s and 90s because right now he's a blithering old man on ESPN. Well, then just give him credit for what he did. For being lucky. Sure. He was lucky. Look, he lucked out that the USFL folded and he got Jim Kelly, a player he didn't even draft. And it didn't want to be in Buffalo in the first place. Thank you. And Peyton Manning. 
Great. You guessed right. <laughs> why? Why? Well, we've talked about Bill Bullying more right now than we ever should in our lives, first of all. But that secondly. makes my point. No, it doesn't. All right. So uh, does it? No, it We'll do the these uh, dynasties. Maybe we'll have more information on Charlie Ebersole's league. Your polls, your, the your polls. scientific so polls. polls. You talk to your cube mates at, <laughs> at, the, at the day job, and suddenly we have a topic. People don't need to know that. I oh. intend to answer every one of their questions with a question. Time for the polls. So here's number one. Oh, here we go. Oh, we can fix that in post-production. Number one. Fix what? Right, exactly. 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 Here's number one. You look at a keyboard. There is a space bar on the on the keyboard. Do you consider the space bar to be a key? Yes. Yes. The you keys are crazy. 88% well, of the audience polled said yes. But I also think it 12% should be. 12% said no. It should be called a space key, though. That's my. Right. It's the bar. It's not the space but key. It should be the space it key. It is my, its own entity. It is not a key on the keyboard. It should be. It is a key, and it should be called the space key. Eighty-eight percent said yes. They agreed with you. Where is the space bar located? Have you ever seen a keyboard on a keyboard? Like your answer is in the so name of the. Call it the space key. That, is there anything else? Is that's there anything else on the keyboard that is not a key in your book? Cord. No. What if it's wireless? The same. Writing. Yeah. Uh, number two. How many people answered that? It's not important. Number 80? two. I gave you the percentages. 88% Whoever said yes. It's not like 88 out of 100. Cubicle. Right. There's like three people. You like, don't know. I mean, it could be five. Five is what? Four or 44 or something on a right. 500? Anyway. Do you refrigerate condiments before opening them? Most of the time, yes. No, it's a yes or yes. a no. Yes. Yes. No. Before opening them, before that's the key opening. phrase. No. But I'm, I'm not consistent with the before. That's why I said most of the time. I'm just going to say yes. I'll say yes. I like things cold. I do it anyways all the time. I don't like the faces you guys are making to me. It's 64% of the, the polled audience said no. Right. I, mean, I, like, I, like condiment. I like things cold. We went over this with the fruit thing. Mm-hmm. I like fruit cold. I like the condiments to be cold. Why do people refrigerate ketchup when go anywhere like other than your home, it's room temperature? I would prefer it was cold. Keeps it fresher. More Does, fresh. Do we know that? It makes it oh, seem like not. it's fresher. We know that. Do you refrigerate peanut butter? No. Mm-mm. But peanut butter is not a condiment. Exactly. It's not a condiment. You... <laughs> it is a question feature. Number, question number three. Is peanut butter a condiment? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a condiment. It is a feature player. 79% said no. Peanut butter Good. is not a condiment. All right. Well, how, well the that was actually a question. I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, it was actually wow. a question. Right, that's 21%, crazy. 21% of people are idiots then. Do you, do you refrigerate maple syrup? No. I do not. Because then it will coagulate to be thicker than I like it. Yeah, now, now I think about it, more often than not, uh, like Plus, ketchup, you, I prefer look, the stuff. You're putting, same with butter. I, cold butter is another thing that. That's annoying more than yeah. anything, yeah. No, Wait I, a minute. We, You're not refrigerating butter? No, I don't. I leave it out so that uh, you can... No, no. I mean, you, society says you have to, so I'll put it in the refrigerator. I don't. But if I'm using no, it... I think science says you out. have to. I don't to. believe that for a second. Nope. Go to any old person's house. I will tell you right they now, have my the house. butter dish yeah. that sits out on the counter. Yeah. I do not know my, anybody my who house does right not have now. the butter oh, or margarine My house dish. right now, there is a, is a... Next to the stove, there is... Uh, in the area of the stovetop, 
there is a a butter holder, as I like to call it, and it is out there, and it's oh, always it out there. It's a holder. It holds the butter, and it is there. And every time I need to use it, it's already ready to go. I don't have yeah, to. It's soft. It's spreadable. Sure. Yeah. So it's butter. It's not the the. You can't believe it's not butter, which is spreadable. I mean, there's most nothing of the time. more annoying than yeah. Well, I don't know if that's true. There's a lot of <laughs> cold butter. You're spreading it on bread. I mean, first of all, people that eat like Wonder Bread with butter on it, and that's it. Wait, to- mm. toasted though, right? No, just plain. Just but doing that. Do that? Hmm? People do that. Oh yeah. Doing that, or just get a tub or of making, margarine. making a grilled that cheese sandwich. I mean, you spread it. You just rip the Mar- bread to shreds. Yeah, margarine's not always. It's not a. It's not always a safe bet that it's going to be perfect if used out of the fridge. I'm telling you, Scott. Give it. Do this for a week. Just give it a shot. You'll be much happier. Number five. Those were the only three. Oh, uh, we didn't even get to four. Uh, yeah, you skipped four. <laughs> I mean, I have some more, but I just need to let, get the results. Well, oh, let, I want to hear so them. So then they're not really. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I will have the results for the for the new ones next week. But one of them is a teaser. Well, let's just do it now. Yeah, I want to do these now. How, when you're wearing a shirt with buttons. What direction do you go, up or down? Oh, God, when you I'm, are buttoning the shirt. I'm not consistent, so I. Uh, I go top. This. I go up, top to bottom. Yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. I yeah. go middle to bottom to top. Middle to <laughs> middle like to I, I put it on. I put the middle button, and then down. I go from there. I finish it, and then I decide like whether I'm going to leave it open or button it up. Top to bottom. It's a button down shirt, mm-hmm. is what it's called. And then you do it from the top down, and you know it's not. You don't miss a button. Is there a phrase button up? No? I don't accept it. it it's button down shirts. Do any type of I'm not, Google I'm, search, SEO I, traffic. Any right, but but if, if you're telling us, you said tell them to button up or bundle up. Do you know where the phrase dress to the nines came from? Baseball. Yes. Uh, yeah, because you would put on your Sunday best. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. I do know that. I know things and stuff sometimes. <laughs> He's an idiot. Is jelly a condiment? Yes. Mm-hmm. How is jelly a condiment? It's peanut not a feature it? player. Is it called a jelly and peanut butter sandwich? Have you ever had a jelly a- sandwich? Yeah, it's called a Probably. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Well, You eat toast with jelly. Right, but the feature in toast with jelly is? Scott? Toast? It's toast. Toast is the feature People player. People have toast with peanut butter. But peanut butter... Can also it's versatile. I told you guys that Eggo waffles make a great. Oh, I never tried this peanut butter and yeah, jelly sandwich. I give that a shot. I never tried that. You've got to put it in the toaster, obviously. Don't use it cold. Do you I eat? Throw that out there. Oh, I've eaten what? frozen like Eggo waffles. Just eat them frozen. You guys don't do that. What? They're just frozen. Are you <laughs> just, just sucking on them until they? No, thaw you, out? you, you eat you... them fro- like a popsicle. You're licking yeah. them. No, no, you, no. I bite it. Eat it. What are you talking about? That's that's a I thing. I picture everything in your house in your refrigerator, because everything that you do anything everything but with bread, is, yeah. is cold. Pretty much, yeah. Bread's not cold. Do people refrigerate bread? I yes, uh, my mom does. It old elongates do. the freshness. I mean, no offense to your mom, but I've no, seen she, old people do it. She's only fifty. Go to my grandma's place and loaf of bread in the refrigerator. I do that. Do you want? I always have. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's actually I, I don't it do that. All kinds of bread. It's not a it's not a weird thing. I don't do it, but it's not weird. It keeps it fresher longer. Yeah, favorite bread. 
Ooh. Honey wheat. Not brand, but type. White. Mm. We're still, we'll take any and all yeah. sponsors. So. White. Uh, honey wheat's fine. Honey wheat. White bread's your favorite. You don't wow. say. Yeah, it's white. I don't understand. Unlike What's you yours? guys, I accept all. Uh, Pumpernickel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, rye or pumpernickel probably are. Pumpernickel. Honestly. Rye, you actually like seeded rye oh, and pumpernickel oh, are probably my that, two favorites. I don't, I don't want those grains Simple, and man. things. It's like a slab yeah. of tree bark. I'm trying to seriously put tree down my gut. You know, yes. honey wheat is good. Now I have honey wheat in my house right now. It's good. Honey wheat's good. Rye, and rye, then you got no, the I'm grains, yeah. and then you got I, the I mean, multi-grains, I, and you I also, got the things. I don't the... eat sandwiches very often. Oh, I love good sandwich. My is my second favorite food. Are sandwiches? You know, the key to a good sandwich is the hot dog. No, no, no. The key to the <laughs> the key to the uh, the key to a good sandwich is Morset, probably. But no, the key Great to a brand. good sandwich is the crunch. What's the crunch? Oh. Yes, uh, is chips. it lettuce? Is chips. it chips? Oh, is it always chips. No, you no. need a crunch. How do you what, how do you how do you stack your sandwich, Scott? Um, you is put that? you put the margarine on the bottom. Nope, that's already what? Ooh, no. Let butter. it finish. Butter. Butter? No, margarine. Same thing. Okay, if I'm just we're talking generically here. Butter then. Put butter on the Why why are you putting butter on your let, sandwich? You you need to you need to lube mayonnaise. it up. You need to have a lube. Mayonnaise. Let him finish. No, the mayonnaise if you if fine mayo is great or mayo. If it's mayonnaise, how come is it why mayonnaise? Ma- mayonnaise. Sorry, my bad. You put that on the top piece. Then you've got the meat. Okay, so let, let, let's build the sandwich. You've got the bottom piece, and then you put the butter chilled on there. Then you put the meat. Slap that meat on there. You don't have a sounder for that? Really? I have to not to play it. I don't want to give you the really satisfaction. Just, that's really. It's you peeling the meat out of the package. No, don't, don't ever make that <laughs> No, that sound. was not. Don't ever make that sound again on this, on anywhere, on air, off the air. You put the meat, then you go with uh, the lettuce. No. No, then then cheese, if there's cheese involved, then lettuce or chips or coleslaw. Throw some coleslaw in yeah, there. You start stacking that thing up. It's got to be crunchy. And though. then if you have any mayo or mustard, you put that on the inside of the top. Slap it mm, together. Interesting. There you go. The butter on a sandwich I've literally never heard of. And I I'm, heard about it quite often. I don't like that. I don't like that. If it's not if you're not like toasting the bread, it's when you need the butter. What do you put on a bagel? Cream cheese? Nothing. Peanut butter? Will you put jelly on the cream cheese on a bagel? I've done uh, that my yes. whole life, and yeah. I got to college, and I was doing it, and I was getting some weird looks. I go, what are you talking about? This is exactly what I've done to a bagel my entire life. Ooh, easy. <laughs> my, I mean, my, my sandwiches are pretty easy because it's, it's usually – I don't do mustard. Ugh, I don't understand that. So, I mean, the only condiment would be mayonnaise. And mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? Yeah. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. And uh, as what far... month comes after April? My no. What month comes after what? What comes between April and June? May the month of May. I said mayonnaise. No, you said mayonnaise. I say mayonnaise. That's fine. I'll live with that. I say mayonnaise. The mayonnaise, month of mayonnaise. man. Meat and cheese. That's it. Simple. What's the like NBA it. team that plays in Golden State? The Golden State. Warriors? Yes, that's correct. You hear a lot of warriors. I've never heard that. The warriors? 
Never heard that. A lot of boy. A lot of boy you out heard there. That, Justin? Think about it. Think about it. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, I, I don't. Sandwich sandwich building is an art in my mind. You you mayonnaise on uh, on both sides, a little bit, not not a lot, and then you go on the bottom piece. You know what the best sandwich is to make? I, at least in my book, you get rye bread. I'll, I'll I'll accept wheat, some type of grain. You get three pieces, toast it. So on top of the bottom layer, you have your mayonnaise. Shut up. Okay, so you take the meat, you put that on top of the piece of bread that has the light mayonnaise, and then you put the cheese, then you put chips, and then you put mustard on the top piece. Your bottom piece of bread. Are you putting butter on on the bread? Are you putting butter on the bread? Yes, because the problem is if you toast a piece of bread like rye or anything multigrain, it will shred the inside of your mouth. You need, you need something to soften. What do you think mayonnaise does? I, I don't understand. No, it's mayonnaise. not going to soak the bread anyway, like butter. I don't, plus, I don't toast it so it's hard, stiff. I just get a light little toast on it. Light toast on it. Not morning toast. It's just toasted. Okay. Mayonnaise. I go with. You go with cheddar. Turkey, second piece of bread, mayonnaise on both both ends, both sides of it, and then you go with ham and like a provolone or Swiss. Cut it down the middle. I'll allow bacon on it too. Uh, do you guys go middle or diagonal? I don't think no, I've ever I'm not cut a, a four-year-old, so I do like diagonal. Oh, you cut your sandwich yeah. diagonal? Well, I definitely I have... thought you were going to be smirch the name of diagonal cutting. I've no. never cut a sandwich diagonal really? in my life. Really, give it life. a shot. It's worth it. Why? Give it a C- shot. Cutting it down the middle is just like you're in fourth grade and your mom made you peanut butter and jelly and cut it down the middle and here you go. Uh, I don't understand that sentiment um, at all. You're just, you're just cutting a sandwich. Go to a restaurant. How do they serve you the sandwich? Definitely depends on the restaurant. It absolutely does not. Never order I, a sandwich I at a defy you to what? name a restaurant that cuts their sandwiches down the middle. There's the one down the street here. Bull. The, it's the everything deli, is the deli, diagonal. They, I'm telling you, they cut it down the middle when I went there. You should not be ordering a sandwich in a restaurant. Why not? That. You 100%. should never be ordering. Is a burger no. a sandwich? No. You should. Well, yes. I, I'm sorry. A burger. Is, no, we're not. No. Yeah. We're not no, doing no. this. No. Let me just finish my point. You should never be ordering anything in a restaurant as simple as a sandwich that you could easily make on your own. Why? Because I'm. If, if, if I'm going I paying to be paying for, if I'm paying somebody food. to I'm make paying you me, for food. So well, my that, food is that it, I want a sandwich. No. That that is like this rash of peanut butter and jelly places that are sprouting up. Uh, I will I've never, never seen that. I, I will like never that. frequent. I'd like no, that too. Why? Exist. I like I'm peanut butter and jelly. I'm going to pay you to put peanut butter and jelly yeah, as two pieces they, of bread. Aren't they doing I can like do in the morning before I get here? What about like, like egg things? salad? Mm. Yeah, because I prefer homemade. There, There's more effort you have to make the egg salad. First of all, it's gross, but I I would allow yeah, you can order egg salad or tuna salad. Prefer I'm too lazy to make tuna salad. It's not that hard. I, I get, well, I get your, your point, but I don't think it's a big deal to order a sandwich at a restaurant. It seems like an odd thing to be upset it, about. That's like a thing to do if you're like in an airport or you're on the go. If you're, let's go to lunch. Okay, meet me here at noon. What are you going to have? Steak. Sandwich. I'll have the club sandwich. That's what I get. I get a sandwich. <laughs> what, what else am I supposed to get? Why can't I get a sandwich? It's lunch. Get some soup. I don't like soup. I don't do soup. Yeah, I don't do soup. Question. Uh, you guys are yell at me about this, but that's fine. Would uh, you? Is chili a soup? No, well, it is. Would you consider cereal a soup? 
No, it think about it. it. No, think about no. it for real. Sign of this yep. There we go. There's the closer. We're gonna do this every single time. You are gonna ask us something towards the end. That will just be the signal that okay, it's time to. You guys need to start opening up your eyes a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. Should cereal be considered a soup? Yes, it should. I'm just telling you, you should think about it some more.